Hey, and welcome to Eliza starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I am here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, first of all, there are two things that I've been obsessed with recently, and they're pretty connected. The first is sharing music with your friends. And I know that that's like not a big deal, and yeah, friends share music all the time, but it really feels like something that we actually don't do all the time. Maybe that's just me. Um, but I made a new friend <laughs> recently, and we were like, oh, here's the music I listen to, here's the music you listen to. It turns out we listen to the same stuff, but she gave me some awesome recs, one of whom is what I will be sharing as my next obsessed with. But it really made me realize how little I do that. Like, I don't really know what my friends are listening to besides the popular stuff. I don't really drive around because I live in the city, so I don't get to, like, hear what's on their playlist. We don't really share music because we're talking to each other, so it's not like we share headphones that often. And if we're getting hyped for a party or something, we'll listen to, like, what's happening now. So it's not like I would share them. It's not like I would share my, like, Joanna Newsom with them. It's not like they would tell me what they're listening to necessarily. It just doesn't really come up. So sharing music with somebody as a way to get to know them and something that I'm, I really feel like, and I can't know if I'm right or not because I am 17, so I've grown up basically with the way things are now, but I feel like it's a thing that people used to do and it's not something that, at least in my experience, we've done that much. And I think it's awesome. And one of the things that she recommended to me is this woman named Mitski, M-I-T-S-K-I, who is this 26-year-old singer. She's indie rock, and it's so, all of her stuff is so good. It's, like, raw and loud and quiet at the same time, and it's just kind of messy feeling in a, an awesome way. I would recommend the songs Happy, Your Best American Girl, and First Love slash Late Spring. She's just so good, and she's been getting attention lately as she so, so deserves. It's really awesome, and you might have to, like, take a try or two to fully, fully appreciate it, because the first time I heard Your Best American Girl, I was like, this is not, this is not for me, but then you just realize that it is for you, I hope as it is for me. Mitski, M-I-T-S-K-I. And now something that I'm done with, which is post-apocalyptic slash apocalyptic, you know, dystopia stories. It's just been really, I don't want to hear them lately. I mean, I've never been one to hear them. I really like safe spaces, as I am sure I've mentioned before. I really like it when things are like peaceful and calm and no one's like running for their lives in fear, but especially lately with the election and the changes that have occurred even in the past like weeks since the inauguration, I just, I don't want to hear it anymore. Maybe to some people it's like an escape or it's like, oh look, things could be worse or look, things are, this is just, it's entertainment. I don't really see the connection. Maybe I don't really know. But for me, I am just like, there's enough happening right now and I don't need to see a dystopia that seems like it makes just as much sense as our country does right now. It's just too stressful and things and information is information is everywhere about the bad things that are happening in our country. And something that I was obsessed with while we're on the subject was the women's march or the various women's marches. Um, I really was happy to see how many people were there. I went to DC with my mom 
on a bus with a bunch of other people and people from all over the city and all over the country and all over the world were going and it was so so awesome um I saw a lot of funny signs and I saw a lot of like people helping each other some people had panic attacks and everyone was really trying to help them out and get them to help as soon as possible people were as far as I saw they were really trying to make it accessible for people with disabilities which was also awesome because an issue is that often activism is kind of exclusionary to people with disabilities you know it's like well you know, you're not being supportive if you don't go to the march. Well, what if I can't go to the march? So I, it was just really like heartwarming to see. Um, but also there was the aspect of it that was like, well, why haven't we been showing up for other things? Um, we being the giant numbers of people who went to the women's march, a lot of, there was, <laughs> it was seen, I, I feel as a lot more peaceful going into it. Nobody was worried that they'd be like attacked by police nearly as worried as they are when it comes to like Black Lives Matter, for example. It's the same amount of peaceful, you know, like women marching with signs. That's what Black Lives Matter does. They march with signs and they try to fight for their rights. And it just seems pretty messed up to me that like we didn't feel scared going into this but they're so vilified by so many people and they have to worry about if they're going to be arrested or even killed um, when they go to their march. So I hope, I hope that the women's march isn't just like a thing that happens. I hope that it's like a continuing thing and the start of something that keeps on going that's really inclusive not just like white feminism which is this type of feminism if you don't know that's very geared toward like white women so maybe it'll talk about like our reproductive rights but it won't talk about you know like it'll talk about the wage gap but it won't factor in the fact that like black women and latina women get paid less than white women do even and from there obviously less than white men do or it'll be like, wow, we've had voting rights for this long. Like, women have been able to vote, but it won't take it in, into account that, like, well, actually, black women got to vote so many years later than white women did. So it's often this, like, kind of exclusionary movement. And I think sometimes it seems like in our desperation for bodies, for, like, headcount um, in feminist activities will just kind of be like sure you know what like you're saying things that are actually really problematic and that exclude a lot of people but we'll take you or like well anyone who is a woman just needs to be here just because we need that but I think it's really worth people's time to sit and think about like what is this saying you know if this person is saying that they want to support women's rights but they're not really taking into account all women then what does that really mean for the movement and for us we're always saying things like well a feminist is just someone who believes in equal rights but that's often it's a lot deeper than that and i think sometimes glossing over like that can be dangerous because it makes it seem like there aren't layers to it and like there aren't actually a lot of hurdles to overcome and a lot of things to unlearn and to uninternalize and there's just so much more to it than just letting anybody kind of say yeah i'm a feminist like well, but when we actually discuss these issues, will you maintain that label for yourself? Will you stay on the side 
that so many people need you to be on? Or will you decide that when we actually get into the thick of it, maybe maybe you don't feel the way you once claimed you felt? Like, how many of the creepy boys who message girls saying, like, nice things, and then when the girls are like, no thank you, the boys turn angry? How many of those boys are like, yeah, I believe in equal rights, I'm a feminist? Or, you know, how many of the dudes on the street who, like, yell at you, if you ask them, yeah, they're going to say, I believe in equal rights, but how much deeper does that go? So, I'm kind of trying to learn, and hopefully this is the start of many, many, many of us learning, because there's so much to learn about, and so much that needs to be done. So thank you so much for listening to this relatively somber episode, and I will come back, no, (laughs) you will come back in a week, I hope, because who knows what we'll be into by then. 